Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we are going to revisit Hamilton. Brooke and I saw the movie last year on Disney Plus, and we loved it. I didn't know if I would ever get the opportunity to see a live production of the show. But then something incredible happened. My childhood friend contacted me and said, I have an extra ticket to Hamilton on Saturday and would love for you to go. Can you make it happen? My reaction was, what? Mind blown. I would love to go. I was so over the moon excited that she thought of me. And I feel incredibly grateful and thankful that I was able to see this incredible live performance. So I wanted to share my experience with you. The live production was at the Orpheum Theater in San Francisco. And man, was it so amazing to see the full production right in front of me. It was mesmerizing. The sound, the orchestra, the lighting added so much to the production. I could feel the music and couldn't help but tap my toe and sing to myself. The cast members were extraordinary. They had these amazing voices. Their acting was impeccable. And boy, did they have the biggest shoes to fill. The set design, oh my gosh, it was beautiful. They had the catwalk, just the costumes, The actors move between scenes and songs seamlessly. Wow, there's nothing like a live theater. I will say being able to see the film allowed me to learn so much more through the subtitles. The songs are so quick that if you aren't familiar with the music, it could be really hard to follow. Also, throughout the film, I was able to see the nuances of the character's performance, which had a real emotional impact on me. I also really, really am drawn to the original cast. I mean, Lin-Manuel Miranda's eyes, they are so expressive. And David Diggs is so charismatic. And then Chris Jackson is so, like, energetic. While Philippa Sue, Leslie Odom Jr., and Renee Elise Goldsberry, their voices are just so beautiful and full of emotion. And of course, Jonathan Groff. I mean, he is just incredibly funny and is perfect as King George. So once I got home, I had all these songs playing in my head the entire weekend and all week long. And then I wondered what everyone else's favorite songs were. So I asked, And some of the responses I received were, my shot. That's an incredible song. And so it kind of is like, come on, let's go, as the words from a responder. Also, Washington on your side. And it's interesting because when I came home, that was one of the songs that was in my head. And I really wasn't sure why. I would have never just picked it. But it was one of the songs that kept replaying in my head Now, It's Quiet Uptown was another selection, and man, that one is super moving. And I think, yeah, I cried. I cried at the theater. I cried when I watched it, you know, sitting on my couch watching it. It's just really hard not to feel the emotion when 
listening to that song, there was several people that said satisfied. And that's an amazing song. So good. Uh, Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story was another selection. And I think that really um, speaks to one's legacy and what you, uh, you know, what you do with your life. So that's a great choice. What Did I Miss? That tells you so much about history. And it's a very... um, jazzy, energetic song. You'll be back, of course, King George. And you know, a song that really stuck out to me this time around was Guns and Ships. I mean, it had me really moving in my seat. And it is one of the fastest songs on the soundtrack, sung by Marquis de Lafayette, who manages to shove 19 words into three seconds for an incredible 6.3 word per second average. That is crazy. I had to go back and rewatch the David Diggs version on YouTube. And man, it's so good. It's so good. I love rewatching it. It's so good. I do want to bring up Burnt. It's so emotional as it reflects Eliza's heartbreak. And then she has to deal with not only her husband's infidelity, but also the world knowing about it. I mean, that is crushing. Gosh, so many great, great songs. And, you know, it took Lin-Manuel Miranda a year to write My Shot. But <laughs> to put out the, all this music, all these lyrics, and have them capture the essence of the story that you're trying to tell is just, he is such a brilliant, magical composer, lyricist, actor. He's incredible. I just can't say enough about this musical. I'm assuming that you've seen it, but if you haven't, you need to go and watch this. Okay, so have we touched upon your favorite songs? Let us know what you think. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens. You can follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our website. The links are in our show notes. So I feel extremely fortunate to have been able to see this musical both on TV and as a live performance. And I hope that you have seen it or get the opportunity to see it either way or both ways. Please enjoy this encore episode of Hamilton, episode 89, where Brooke and I give our reactions to the Disney Plus production. Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 89. Today, we're going to be talking about Hamilton. Woo! There are spoilers ahead if you haven't seen this yet. So rush out and go watch it on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. Don't wait for your family members because they're going to keep you lagging. So just watch it. (laughs) Yes. Or listen to the soundtrack. There you go. That too. Uh, Before we dive in, how are you doing today, Brooke? I'm good. I'm hanging in there enjoying. uh, Oh, that's right. I just got back from a trip. You did. You did. That was real fun and exciting. I got to see my mom and dad and... uh, just have our my big family all up in their space <laughs> for a few <laughs> days and it was great it was such a good time we had such a sweet time i loved it 
I I loved seeing your pictures. Your whole family was there. Conan was there. Yeah. And uh, I was living through you. I totally was. Because I was like, oh, the water, the swimming pool looks so nice. Yes. (laughs) It was so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, too. My parents love to try different foods. So... You know, there's always food involved when we go over there. Like, oh, you got to try this. You got to try that. Yeah, so, I love it. It yeah, sounds so it, yummy. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I just, I I, I want to be near water. That's the only thing that I'm missing right now. It's like, oh, man, I want to get oh. near some water. So I don't oh. know. <laughs> I'm going to have to go buy a little swimming pool and fill it up with water. No, I'm kidding. That's not going to do it for me. (laughs) No, but still, you got to get in that water. It's a calling. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. But I'm I'm really excited because Comic-Con San Diego is happening (gasps) right now. Oh, my goodness. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I have my schedule you know, all mapped out watching all my Walking Dead and and I have Charlize Theron on there and I have all you know, Kevin Smith and Bill and Ted. Just all kinds of things that, you know, I want to listen in on. I was listening to voiceover uh uh actors um earlier today. So I'm really excited to um, listen in because Comic-Con is usually an event that you have to go to in San Diego and you have to pay to get in and you also have to reserve tickets because it is so popular. And because of COVID, they've decided to put everything, you know, online, just like everything else through Zoom or or whatever means, YouTube, um, that there is. So it's really great that we are able to attend it this way. So I'm glad that they put it out for the masses to enjoy. Oh, that is so exciting. I look forward to that as well. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, love me some Comic-Con. Yeah. The only thing is that by the time this podcast uh, airs, it'll unfortunately be over. So hopefully people are aware and are able to tune in. And if not, next year, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's great that you're Looking into your celebrities and <laughs> Love everything them. like that. Um, you know, in celebrity news, uh, obviously we've been, uh, we've had a couple uh, tragic stories. Yeah. Oh, so, man. you know, we just wanted to, uh, Diana and I were thinking about these people. And um, I know Diana reached out to me when Naya Rivera went missing. Yeah. Um, and that just, you know, that hit me in my, in my belly. That just, I know. yeah, I was heartbreaking to know that she was missing. Um, and then her son was found stranded. I know. Yeah. That was like so scary and astonishing. Yeah. You know, this little, I think he's four years old. Yeah. And he was found on the boat by himself. Oh my gosh. It was so heartbreaking. And yeah. So Naya Rivera, she was um, just looking her up and she was on a couple shows that I've seen. Um, uh, Family Matters with Steve Urkel on there. And then um, Bernie Mac. My kids love Bernie Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's good. 
And then did you ever watch Glee? I watched Glee 100%. That's where I know her from. Um, I loved Glee. And um, and so, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's why it hard. hit me, too, because I thought, wow. And unfortunately, that whole week, because she was missing for a while until yeah. they actually were able to confirm uh, because they had to go through the lake. Um, and that lake, lake uh, I was it, I might have been um, Orange County or L.A. County. I'm not really mm. sure, but down south. And I know it was a big lake, and they weren't sure um, if they would ever find her. Um, so I'm I'm really glad they did because it 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 is not good to be left wondering. So while yeah. we wanted her to be found safe, um, well, so it, it was horrendous listening to the sheriffs the way that they have to speak about her and like it. She's a real person, and she's not just an experience. She's she's a life. And so that must be really hard for them to even just go over details with the public, knowing that it's going to hurt a lot of people yeah. and their yeah. feelings and stuff. So it's like, it's probably hard enough as it is to talk, like just talk to the family directly, but then to just be in the public light, it's got to be really difficult to be in the search party and um, just the sadness and the utter feeling of the un, or, you know, the worst Right, right. So yeah. we're really sorry to hear about her passing. And then as well as um, uh, Kelly Preston, oh uh, John Travolta's loving wife. So Shocking. Um, Shocking. Yeah. yeah. You know, they had kept it under wraps from what I gather, because I believe so many people were shocked about that. And, um, you know, she's young and... Wow, it just, I don't know, you know, it just touches you no matter who you are. So, Poor thing. Um, I'm just, yeah. yeah, so heartbroken over that. I, I, I have a few friends that have um, had breast cancer, and so it's, it's not a good uh, time, you know, at right. all. Yeah. Like, and everybody is different with this um, disease, Everybody responds differently. Right. Everybody's experience was so different of as, like knowing um, through the experiences of my friends. So I feel really sad for their family and I've been thinking about them as well. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully people are giving these families privacy, you know, um, I hope. Uh Oh, being that they're celebrities and yes. they want the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's hard, right, in itself, because you have people taking pictures and wanting a story and all of this. So, and, you know, they're grieving right now, so. Um, yeah, well, that could be very dangerous if you, you know, uh, approach somebody on the wrong day and the wrong time, you know. So I would be very cautious if I were some, uh, you know, a, a journalist or a photographer or somebody who is in that line of work. You know, yeah. be respectful. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Well, these people um, did great work. We really, you know, enjoyed what they did, what they brought to us. We're thankful that they shared their talent with us. Right. They have created a landmark in celebrity history. Yes, right? they have. Okay. Yes. So that's very, very uh, touching and impressive yes. to know. And it, you know, it leaves a mark on, like you said, like history. And so mm -hmm. 
it made me think about uh, them and also uh, both of us watching Hamilton and watching, you know, this history, the United States history. And I thought, wow, uh, what do what would we want written about us in history? What do we hope for? Oh, yeah. So, Brooke, what do you hope history would say about you? Well, I would hope history would say about me personally that I was a strong yet kind and loving influence in my family and my community. And with that strong influence being, you know, I'm a, I love being creative. I am a very giving person. I feel like there is always a alternate route. So feeling stuck should not be um, where, where we leave off. I think that we should always keep moving forward and trying to do our best for our sake, for your own sake, for your own personal, personal life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because what if you were the only person on earth? I want to, I, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm not the only person on earth and I already know that I don't want to be stranded or stuck or left behind. Right. So if I were alone, I feel like I wouldn't want to feel that. Right. Yes. So I would hope that leaving, uh, that landmark or that mark, uh, with the, my immediate family, that they could see me as that. And then I hope that within my community, people, um, would also, um, know me as that type of a person as well, historically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. I love it. I love your answer. Oh, cool. Thanks. I love it because you are those things already. So you've already left your mark. All right. But I also feel like that's exactly what I would want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tell me, what do you hope history would say about would say about you. <laughs> exactly what you said about yourself. Um, <laughs> well, I would say, I mean, really along the same lines, right? Yeah. I think that for me, I adore my family. I love them. And I'm always my family and my friends cheerleader. I want to encourage them, want to inspire them. I always want to be connected to my family and friends. That is, to me, is the most important part. I I recognize this in myself and other, so many people have told me, but I'm usually the person to connect people. I'm usually the one to say, let's get together. Let's have a phone call. Let's, you know, before pre-COVID, let's have coffee. Let's have lunch. Um, let's meet. Let's get together. Come over and have a barbecue. I just really like human connection. And I love family and friends. We ha we have our Christmas party here. Um, it's my favorite day of the year. It, we celebrate it on Christmas Eve. It's something my parents, um, you know, passed along to us and I'm keeping that alive. So really, it's just family, friends and connection. But along with that, I do have a creative side to me that I always strive for. I always have to be doing something. Um, and 
I really need it. I need that part too. And I would hope that my family would say, wow, she really cared about us as as her family and her friends, but she was also passionate about being creative. And no matter how old she got, she still stuck with it. Like she didn't say, oh man, I'm old. Forget that now. It's like, no, I'm going to keep chasing it because in my heart and my head, I'm still really young. I'm still that little teenager, right? That is chasing her dreams. So, you know, I just hope they say, uh, you know, Diana, she loved her family and friends and she you know, strive for her dreams oh, and her passion. Oh, that's so beautiful, so. Diana. Oh, I <laughs> Thank love you, that. Brad. That is so, so compassionate. That's a very, very good feeling. And it's a, it's good to know people you. like you, Diana, really. I feel so thankful. Oh, you're so sweet. I was like running yeah. around today and I was like getting so exhausted, right? And I'm like, oh, I have to meet with Diana. Must keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I'm either texting you, uh, <laughs> calling you, te- whatever it is. Brooke, are you there? Can we talk? Oh, my God. Can we talk, Brooke? And I was like, <laughs> can get we, it together. Can we connect? Come on. <laughs> Dump a bucket of water on my head. You could do it. Run up a bunch of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Rocky, exactly. right? Da-na-na. Da-na-na. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, but it's because oh how because of how much I love you and what a, what a good <laughs> role model you are for me and, and good example, um, you show, uh, out of the goodness of your heart, always, always. That's you. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly <laughs> you. Oh. I think that's why, you know, we're, we, we're meant to be you know, together and know each other and be in each other's lives. Yes, so. thank you, Diana. I think hopefully we can inspire one another, you know? Yes. So I would love that. All right. So friends out there listening, let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. We want to know what do you hope history says about you? You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or at our Screens and Focus Facebook page. That was like a tongue twister. (laughs) (laughs) And you can also follow us on our Instagram and subscribe to our website and our YouTube channel. Okay, so for anyone that hasn't seen Hamilton, it is the story of founding father Alexander Hamilton, played by Miranda, from the moment he arrived in the United States as a young immigrant all the way up until his death at the hands of his one-time friend, Aaron Burr, played by Leslie Odom Jr. What is really special about Hamilton is that the cast is made up almost entirely of actors of color, and the story is told through hip-hop songs. Beautiful. I love it. Um, There's like a... uh, There's like a... I think it's like a documentary or like maybe... Yes, there is. scenes or something like that with... uh, I forget her name, but she's a journalist. She's everybody knows her, and if you see her face, you know who she is. We oh uh, Roberts, um, she's I think like the, the Today Show or some. Uh, I I think it's Good Morning America. Thank you. I feel really bad, but yes, it's um, it's okay. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. We we'll have to get the name out, but um, she interviewed, and then I guess. Um, just like you learn a lot about Hamilton through that. Have you watched it? I started to watch one of them. Okay. 
I was also told by um, a good friend of mine um, that there is a documentary. Uh, I think it was out in 2016. I think it, it it's called uh, Hamilton America. I'm not oh, okay. sure uh, we'd have to figure out how to get to it. That was I was in the midst of doing that. But that gives like an extensive wow. um, behind the scenes and why certain verses were what they or lyrics were what they were and why they were put here and all this stuff. So I, I'm really eager to watch it. But oh, cool. But yes, on Disney Plus, there are these short um, behind the scenes and so people can watch and tune into those also. That was a great way. I had no idea some of the things that I learned. So um, that's a recommendation from me, early recommendation, because we usually recommend shows and movies at the end of our um, episodes. But yeah, I have to tell you, this was <laughs> amazing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to know, uh, what were your overall thoughts on Hamilton, Diana? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So... I have to start from when I first heard of Hamilton. So several years back, um, I'd heard of the soundtrack and how much my coworkers loved the music and they were all moved by it. So of course I wanted to listen to what they were talking about. So I asked for the soundtrack for Christmas and they were given to me and I would listen on my way to work during my commute. And first off, I have to say the this genre of music is not normally something I would listen to. Um, and when I would listen to it, it was sung so quickly that I couldn't quite understand or grasp the whole storyline, but I became more familiar with the songs and I got the feel of the story. And then as the years passed, Hamilton became such a huge hit with tickets selling out in the thousands. I think they were thousands of dollars. Mm. Um, I was thinking I will never watch, you know, I will never be able to watch this because I won't be able to afford it. And it was in Broadway. So then, uh, you know, it started to make its rounds uh, and it came to the Bay Area. But still, tickets were hundreds of dollars at the cheapest. And even so, you needed a lottery to even attempt to get a ticket. So there was no guarantee. So I was thrilled when I heard it would become a movie. And then due to COVID, they released it through Disney Plus. So it was like, yay for us. (laughs) You know, we get to pay um, a month or however long of Disney Plus, you know, instead of having to pay. I mean, mind you, it would be awesome to go see it live and I would still want to see it live. But um, but to see the original cast, I I was so happy that they put this out for all of us to see. That's amazing. So now, uh, you know, as the time approaches, I kept wondering, oh, my gosh, you know, will I love this? I mean, how am I going to feel about it? Will it be as good as I imagine? Is it too built up in my brain? I was getting ready to sit down and watch it July 3rd when it was coming out. And um, I told my son and his girlfriend, who had no idea what it was at all, they, had, they, didn't, they didn't have a clue. They're like, oh, OK, we'll watch it with you. And I'm like, yes, yeah, somebody to watch it with me. So. We watched it together, and I have to say, I fell in love with it. I was moved, and I was exhilarated. The production is high energy, and I can't even imagine what it would be like to see it live. I really want to at this point. Yeah. But I 
would recommend to anyone who hasn't watched this um, t- that they should watch it with closed captioning because I felt I learned so much about Alexander Hamilton and that I wasn't aware of. And it sparked an interest in me that I wanted to learn more about him outside of this musical. And um, so I just fell in love with it. I was so connected and I thought the performances, the songs, the singing, the production, they were all outstanding. And I have such a deep respect and admiration for Lin-Manuel Miranda. And he just blew me away as an actor, as a playwright, as a composer. I am so in awe of him and his talent. I just, I can't say enough about him. I just think he's a genius. Oh my gosh, I know. It was just, oh, incredible. I mean, instantly I knew that I was in love with this uh, performance. I mean, I was so excited. I was geared up. I was so excited for this. I'm like you, like, oh, there's a lottery. It's very expensive. Do I ever, you know, is it just going to be two members of my family? Right. It's, It's like... Can I watch it on YouTube? Is there like a uh, <laughs> bootleg out there? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so I was just so excited to to see the performance. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know anything about Alexander Hamilton until this, this show came out. So I feel like I learned something. And maybe yeah. I learned something about Alexander Hamilton when I was in school. But right. I'm sorry. I'm going to admit it. It didn't you know, stick. Yeah. Some things <laughs> just don't. Okay. Sorry. Feel bad. Yes. I live here, but it's very, <laughs> it's a lot of information. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, on, right there with you, Brooke. Yeah. But see, I've got a walking encyclopedia. My uh, eldest son knows so much. He retains everything. So I always ask him and I never feel bad about it. I'm like, Oh, you know so much. <laughs> I ask my son and my husband too. That they're, I'm just, I wasn't so good at history, unfortunately. And I'm always asking them. I'm like, what happened at this yeah. this battle? And who? What? What did this person do again? I'm like really bad too. They're so. good with dates too. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah. How do you know what date? So I ended up watching it with my family to start out. We all were able to gather and I was able to pull people away from video games and was like, you know, you snooze, you lose. This is your chance because if you don't do it now, you may never do it. <laughs> and so we, we sat down all together and as the night progressed, people were dropping out. Um, and so we ended up having to stop the movie halfway. Yeah. Um, I was so hooked. I mean, immediately. And I really, really needed to stay focused watching this and listening oh, yes. to this. We had the oh, surround yes. sound up and it was beautiful. But um, if we ever needed to pause the movie, uh, we had to rewind the entire scene or that skit in order to remember what was happening. Because otherwise we're like, now they're singing again. We're pushing play. Oh, we got to pause. It just, it, it, it was better for us to just go all the way back. Right. So that we knew where we were. Um, and so it was just amazing. It was extraordinarily well done. I loved everything about it. 
so the performances, the songwriting, acting, and, and, you know, the passion within this mixed group of actors. I just, oh, I just love that everyone, they looked different and, and, you know, they were all incorporated. I just felt like they did a phenomenal job. I love the costume. I love mm. that rotating, uh, circular, oh, uh, theater. Yes. Um, and I just liked how things were in the background and, and, and all the, the, uh, the dancers that are in the background, their, their costumes, they fit in very well. It's just, it was beautiful. I haven't seen anything like that in a very long time. I haven't been to a theater in a very, very long time. So I could right. totally appreciate that. Like, I want to go, we should go. I know me and you should go. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else, we're going. Totally. It was great. I loved it. I was so happy. What did you think about the performances? Did you? Oh, man. Oh, man. They were so good. So everybody, everybody was so good. Yeah. So, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda as Alexander Hamilton, I mean, he made me feel his performance. I was 100% invested. I, you know, I didn't see anybody acting. They were, they were those characters. I, I felt it was them. I, I can't even say enough about them. That's how extraordinary I thought that they were. Yeah. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. as Aaron Burr. I, I just, now his role, the role he played, of course, is not my favorite person because of, you know, in this storyline, but him as an actor, I love him. He has an amazing voice. Uh, and he's an amazing actor. He wrote this book that I'm, it's taken me a long time to read, but I don't <laughs> read too much. So the fact that I'm, I'm still reading this book and I'm almost done is, is saying a lot for me. Good job. Um, it's called uh, Failing Up, How to Take Risks, Aim Higher, and Never Stop Learning. And he talks about his journey prior to and being in Hamilton. So oh, wow. I just, I find so much of what he says inspirational. He'll just say, it's a really easy read. It's not a big lengthy book, but he'll say little tidbits and I just like them. Like, they're just very inspirational. I just really like his book and him. Um I just think he's great. And I did not know about David Diggs. I hadn't seen him. Personally, me, I hadn't seen him in anything. And um, he played Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson. And I just found his energy was so infectious. And he had he was so charismatic. So yeah. I just really enjoyed watching him. And I thought uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry, who played Angelica, and Philippa Sue, who played Eliza, they were so good in their roles. Their voices were beautiful. I know. I want to sing like that. I know. The I'm heck? Like, oh, oh, she sings good. Oh, she sings good. I was like, oh, my oh. God. Um, even the, the other sister, Peggy, who played, is it Maria? She was fantastic, too. I mean, they really all were fantastic. And I know. Every actor, every single one of them. Um, but, you know, Jonathan Groff as King George... Oh my gosh, he had me laughing. He was he was so fun to watch. And I I love that song, You'll Be Back. And he would him and his spitting, I guess he was, you know, uh very um known for that. That's uh, funny. 
I know. I was like, oh my God, he's spitting, he's spitting. Um, so it was kind of like, oh, don't know. But, you know, you couldn't help it. it. It's just hysterical, his role. And I really love the contradiction of the lyrics to the music. I mean, he says, I'll kill your friends and family to remind you of my love. Yeah. Da, 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 Isn't that great? Oh my God. I'm like, it's such like this happy, joyful, pop music and he's saying these things you know it's just like oh it's brilliant it's so brilliant and he is the actor on Mindhunter which I love that yeah um as the FBI uh did you ever watch that Brooke I watched some of it but he also is I think he's the voice for Kristoff in uh Disney's Frozen ah oh okay yeah so, yeah, so we were, like, talking he, about him because we were listening to him uh, when we were on our trip. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Isn't it funny? He plays this part in Mindhunter, and then he sings, or and then he's Kristoff in an animated Disney, and he's also King George and Hamilton. I'm like, I he's know. great. Yeah, he is. So, can you imagine all these performers doing this hundreds of times, hundreds? Years. And still being... Yeah, and still being able to give us the energy and emotion that they do in every single uh, performance. No. You know what's really cute? Dominic, when we finished it last night, he's like, Uh who is that guy? The one that they um, addressed at the very end of the show. And he stood up and he said thank you to everybody. Oh, yes, yes. Dominic was like, he must be the guy holding the cards. (laughs) It's so cute. <laughs> My baby. I was like, Aww. oh, no, honey, they've memorized this entire entire show. He was like, lies, mom. <laughs> They've always sang it, you know? He's all, quit so your lying, lady. <laughs> you <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you know what's funny? I don't think people that haven't been to theater or know band or music know that that's where the orchestra sits. I, I, you know, it's just funny. I don't think people know that because I think so. I think, um, I think it might've been, uh, when we were watching it, someone else said something to the fact like, who's that? He's a conductor. So, So uh, he must be the guy holding the cards. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. I love it. Well, hey, he knows that, right? He knows people hold cards. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, what did you think? What oh, were your? Oh, I uh, loved what it. What did you think? The performances. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, as far as the performances go, for me, I loved all of them. Which so they were just all so captivating. I was blown away with Alexander Hamilton and his rhyming. He was very rhythmic, and I thought that he was very impressive. As I loved that his story, he was like in a like he was tangled in love. Um, and conflicted. I, I loved this, that intimate story about him, or at least in yeah. this show. Um, yeah. and you know, the fact that he was in love with two sisters and I genuinely do think that he was in love with both of them. I don't know. I mean, as far as what I could see, um, in this character's story, I think that, yeah, they, they did a very good job with that. I, I, and it wasn't, um, you know, it, it wasn't, too harsh for my kids to see that, you know? Yes. Cause I, I, yeah. I, I feel bad for them if they, um, 
uh, find out that one of the characters is cheating or having an affair, they're like, like the older one now, he's, you know, going to be 11. He's like, oh, so Alexander Hamilton is a cheater, you know? And I'm like, well, (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't put it that way. (laughs) You know, it's hard because like we, he's a likable character. And then I don't, you know, it was, it's hard to be heartbroken if you really have beliefs um, on loyalty, you know, that's a big, big deal. So um, that, as far as the story goes, that was, um, interesting, but I, 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 I could appreciate the way that it was told and, and shown for us to see. Um, well, can I just add to what you said? Because it made me think that is actually a teaching moment because you see the impact of what he did through the person that he loved and the impact it had on her. I mean, they show that, right? So it's showing you that he has to live with what he's done. Yeah. You know, so it it did have a lot of teaching moments in this. I know. So it was good. Very good in that regard. Yes. Yes. So, um, yes, Manuel Miranda. I just, just amazing. Spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) Manuel Miranda. I I just thought that he was so um, amazing. And, uh, just like setting the tone of all of this and his voice, I just, I really, really loved his voice. I really, truly did. I thought he was so fun to watch and like how confident he was. It was just stunning. Like you said, Mm -hmm. they were the characters. I felt that completely. Um, Uh David Diggs plays Marquis Lafayette. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just had my eyes on him throughout the entire you know, wherever he was at, because I just, yes. I just loved watching him. And he was, I loved the light humor that he was able to bring. And I was just so intrigued by him as a right. performer, as an actor. Um, he was a lead actor in a movie that I watched. I don't know if I uh, ran this by you in any of our podcasts or not, but it's called Blind Spotting. Um, I think you can watch it on prime. I think I have it saved on prime. So check that out. He's in it. And, um, that's where I discovered him initially. And I thought he did a very good job in that. And I was so intrigued by him in that movie. I'm like, who is this character? Um, I was told by, um, by my son's girlfriend, because now she's like watching everything he's in too. Oh, okay. (laughs) So she said he was in Snowpiercer. Okay. So I guess that new that new series because okay. it was a movie and now it's a series I yeah. believe, and she said he was in that. So I haven't seen it yet, but uh, now it makes me want to watch it too. All right, so we'll Let's see. Do that. <laughs> so yeah, it was just really comforting to see him in this show. Um, Leslie Odom Jr., aka Aaron Burr, and then King George, aka Jonathan Groff. They were also on my list of amazing performances. They're, like everybody was, but they really stood out yes. to me. You know, these people yeah. really stood uh-huh. out to me. The the um, you know, all the female characters. I love watching them. I love watching their hair, their wardrobe. I mean, when um, Eliza was pregnant, I'm like, how did they get a bump under that corset? I'm like, wow. You know, all these details and and I, I wish I loved the opera as a child because I would have loved to have gone to school for music and sang. They just inspire you. I was like that person when nobody was home, I would just let it all out. 
you know, yeah. just yeah. let it out. So to see all these people just do this is just, it was just so incredible to me. Um, but you know, uh, I couldn't wait to see, uh, how this show would end since the introduction was based upon Alexander Hamilton's death. And I was just so ready for this show, King George. Yeah. I mean, hello. He was like the perfect spitting character to play his part. I was amazed yeah. at him and his songs are still stuck in my head still. Yes. So it was just great. But like there were so many scenes. What was your favorite part of the show? I know it's so hard, right? Yeah. It's so hard because it's like one after the other, which you can't say about a lot of things, right? I mean, sure. I mean, it, sometimes it's easy to pick out what your favorite thing is. And uh, this one was hard, but what stood out to me? So I have a couple of things that stood out to me. The first one is I thought it was genius uh, that during the song Satisfied, sung by Angelica uh, Schuyler, uh, when she is giving a toast to her sister Eliza and Alexander Hamilton, who are bride and groom, and it goes into rewind. Oh, yeah. You know, and it takes us. And I just love the way the music and the people are uh, it's brilliant. Yeah, that was and cool. It takes, yeah, so it takes us to the beginning of the song, Helpless, where the Schuyler sisters meet Alexander Hamilton. And it's revealed that Angelica also has feelings for Hamilton, but she puts her feelings aside for the sake of her sister. Um, and then, you know, toward the end of that, she sings, at least I can keep his eyes in my life, which I thought, oh, my gosh, that's like, that's like big. That's like heavy. (laughs) That's like, oh, my gosh. (gasps) That was powerful. It was powerful to me. The other part, you know, the moments that always mean so much to me are the ones that fill me with emotion. So when the song is sung, It's Quiet Uptown, uh, oh my gosh, we see Hamilton's face. Oh my gosh, Lin-Manuel Miranda and those eyes. Those eyes. is they're, He's filled with grief over his son's death. And he tells Eliza he wishes he could trade his life for his son's. It's incredibly moving because as a parent, you understand exactly what he is feeling. And they continue singing, and he just wants to be by her side. But she goes further and forgives him and holds his hand, and he weeps. Oh, my gosh, when he weeps. It's just, it's incredibly moving. I know. So, and, and, and you hear the chorus in the background singing, Forgiveness and Can You Imagine?, and it just adds to the emotion of the whole scene and that, song yeah. and mood. Yeah. It's that, crazy. Oh, that was my, um, I would say it's like my most memorable scene in this uh, show. It's not like, it's not that it's my favorite. It's just that the performance was just very, very heartfelt. And um, the death of his son just really, really it made me cry. Yeah, I cried too. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm crying. And I just like want to hold all of my kids and my sons. I have three sons and a daughter. And it just, you know, 
they really, really displayed that um, emotion and the impression that it left on, on me and my heart. It's just, I could feel the pain in their voices of Eliza Hamilton, uh, AKA Philippa Sue and Alexander Hamilton's voices. I could just feel their pain. And, and honestly, I don't cry often when I watch movies, but this really got the best of me. Really, really did. Amazing. I I was just recently watching, and you may have seen this, but I I seen so many little YouTube bits about the the actors um, in on in Hamilton, but I think it was Renee said about this um, song that she is still like right now astounded that Lin Manuel Miranda could write these lyrics before he had children. She said, because I, I mean, I'm not sure what the how long ago he wrote these, but it was before he had children. And she said for him to understand what it is to have a child and to write these words, how how did that come out of him? How was he able to know and to grasp and to, you know, give that to us? So she's just she's she's singing in it. She's in Hamilton and she's just as impressed as the rest of us. Right. It's like Aww. crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. He did it. That's just great. So Diana, do you have any other thoughts about this show? Favorite song maybe, or, or the lyrics? I know that you've, you've paid a lot of attention to the, the meanings of these, these songs. So what, what else? Yeah. Well, you know how much I love music. I love music. Um, just little tidbits that I learned or I, I heard or I found out. So that the first song, Alexander Hamilton, I love that it sets the tone and introduces all the characters, which I think is amazing because each character comes up and sings a bit of who they are and what they will be in this musical that we're seeing. And, you know, I saw this twice and I'm I'm going to go back and watch it again because I just love it. I feel like every time I see it, I love it more and more. And every time I listen to the soundtrack, I love it more and more. So I do want to go back and watch it. But I when you when I very first watched it, I didn't realize that it wasn't until the second time and then watching other things that I realized that that was happening, that each person was coming up and saying their impact on, you know, in this show. So I love that first song. I think it's a great first song opening number. Um, And then in Guns and Ships that Lafayette sings, which is David Diggs, I heard that he raps 6.3 words per second which is the fastest rap ever in a musical. Wow. Which I think is incredible, right? So I thought that was very cool. Um, wow, that's I also, really fast. Yeah. Say six that's words crazy. in a second. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, not me. And um, that uh, Wait For It, the song Wait For It and Room Where It Happens that were sung by Aaron Burr, that those were like, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's favorite songs, but he recently tweeted, it was just after the movie aired, um, he, he put satisfied, I'll never top it as long as I live from idea to Tommy and Andy and lax work to Renee's flawless execution will never top it. So I thought, oh, that's so cool, you know, yeah, because it's such a great song. And then um, it took, for My Shot, the song My Shot, it took Miranda a whole year to write that song. But can you imagine all those? He says so much. And I saw him on a, 
a show um, and he was saying that they were talking to him about it. And he said that he had done the work and then I guess he went away. I can't remember why he went away. I don't know if it was when he was sick or not, but then he went back to portray the role again and he had to learn that again. And they said, well, is it hard for you to learn it again, even though you wrote it and you did it and everything? He says, you know what? It is hard because there's so many words so many words in that song that if I can get through that song, that I can get through the whole musical. Like that is like the monumentous song, you know, to sing. Wow. So that was very cool. Also, uh, Dear Theodosia, that's uh-huh. sung by Burr, uh-huh. Leslie Odom Jr., Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda. They're singing it to their kids. Aww. Oh, man. I just think, oh, man. Leslie's voice is just so smooth and it's just so incredibly sweet them singing it to their kids Aww. and ah uh, us as parents just totally love that and get it yeah it's just so sweet and then um okay it's quiet uptown which we've talked about because it's so moving I love that song love it and um i just also recently heard a kelly clarkson version which is so beautiful too she did a really good job of singing that song so and i just also want to bring up that people have commented that lynn manuel miranda's voice is not up to par with other singers oh and i'm like really because his voice to me is perfect in the sense that when he sings lower, I guess, or softer, and maybe they're talking about that. But what I like is the imperfections of his voice. I think it adds to who he is, right? We're not all perfect. We can't be perfect in everyone's eyes, right? So I yeah. love the way he sang this, and I appreciate his voice, and I, you know, I just applaud him. That's what I have to say. uh, Yeah, I'm surprised that people are actually saying this. I mean, gosh, give the guy a break. He took seven years to put this out there and look how successful it is. You're going to be a hater? Fine. Be over there. Be hating over there. We over here. We've been appreciating all of this. Yeah. So, (laughs) Brooke, tell me, tell me, what do you have any other thoughts or do you have a favorite song or lyric or what do you think? Um, well, I definitely would uh, really enjoy watching this again. That's for sure. I, I absolutely love the set, the design, the, the the costume, the wardrobe, the hair. The hair is just awesome. Um, I love the diversity, uh, the, the the lighting, the mechanics, the orchestra. Everything about it was just like it was so entertaining. I was ex- I was just so amazed. The story, okay. Um, and, uh, and, uh, the, the war, you know, there was, there was so much history, um, that we got to see, uh, and the music is, is amazing. I, I just wrote, a um, uh, a few of my favorite songs that I love. I actually listened to the instrumentals, uh, for days, uh, after watching half of the movie. And then the reason why I did instrumentals is because I didn't want to hear any lyrics because I didn't want to like have a spoiler. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just felt like I just didn't want to hear what they were saying until I watched it. Yeah. So I, that's why I did the instrumentals and that was really enjoyable to listen to. Um, and so, uh, Aaron Burr, Alexander Hamilton, uh, winter's ball, wait for it. That one's my favorite. 
Um, mm, and then you'll be yeah. back. That one just, that one it's is funny. really easy to get stuck in your head really yes. easily. It's so good. So, yeah. The music is just like, it's hard to top. I mean, you can't, you can't top that for a show and then you can't, you can't be a hater and say that his, his voice was not as up to, you know, with everybody yeah. else. That's just so not fair because so that was a lot of hard work. Yes. I mean, Dominic was like, when the thing ended, he was like, they were reading cards, you know, that's how amazed he was that they memorized all this. I mean, come on, you know, I want to see somebody else do that. Yeah. Who's going to say that they're not up there. Right. So, peace. Yes. <laughs> it was great. I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about it. Nothing bad at all. Everything good. And I would watch it again. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep. I was like, I could do this two hours and 40 minutes of this. I could do it all over again. You know? Yeah. It was great. It was impressive, right? It was super impressive. Yeah. I can't, I just can't even imagine doing something like that. But, um, at the very end, like Eliza had a gasp, you know, she just breathed and, and what do you think that meant? What, what does it mean to you? I think my immediate thought was that she saw her son and husband and felt like she was being greeted home, like she was home. Yeah. Um, And after I thought about it a little bit, I thought, well, maybe it was like, oh, I had accomplished everything in my life that I needed to do. And I was ready. I was ready and I like I didn't take the gas gasp as if it was negative. I took it like she was surprised and I took it as a joyful, even though she looks gaspy, like, you know, I I didn't take it as that. I I felt it was a good thing. I really do. I felt it was a good thing. And she was moving on and being accepted and going with, you know, with people that she loved. So awesome. that's what it meant. I think that's good. Yeah, that's what it meant to me. What did Eliza's gasp mean to you? Well, I mean, I'm glad that you pointed it out because um, so and I just went back to my initial thought. And that's all I I haven't really like analyzed what else it could be other than my initial reaction to the gasp. And I just thought that maybe she had passed away or died of a broken heart. And I do believe that she was a major support in her home. She kept things together as she was very in tune with her family and she could then finally rest. Yeah. Yes. I'm assuming the light kind of like shined on her or dimmed on her like a moonlight. So that's why I thought she passed away. Yeah. And like, it's a lot, it's like, you know, when you are, um, the balance of your family, then I think that that's very possible when you don't really have to take care of that anymore, I guess. Like your job is kind of done and then you're kind of like, well, now what? It's almost like how I was talking earlier. If I were the only, like if I were the last person on earth, you know, I would still want to have that balance, but if it were gone, I don't know, you know, maybe (laughs) for her, it was like, Oh, finally I get, you know, I go to wherever it is that I have worked so hard for. Right, right. You know, isn't it amazing that he wrote that as the final word or moment? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I guess what, you know, after writing this whole brilliant 
music and story and songs and music. Oh, how do you end something so beautifully? Because it still keeps you wondering. It's not a closed-in thing. It's not like it was a funeral and there she is and people are just sad. No, you're left questioning what happened still. That is like the perfect ending. So I just, I would encourage people to, if they haven't seen this, to please see it. And if they have seen it, to share their thoughts with us. um, Because we're Hamill fans, Brooke. That's what it's called, Hamill fans? I don't know. I think so. I think I saw that somewhere. So that's what we are. We're Hamill fans. We are, we are, (laughs) we are, we are Hamill fans. (laughs) I'm rocking out even though you can't see me. (laughs) (laughs) She was. She was getting down. I looked at her. I saw her. Uh, so join oh, us join yeah. us as a yes, as Hamill fans please, so, we need to yeah so it was great I'll be watching it again listening to the soundtrack yeah, so, yeah. it was it was so deserved we needed it right everybody needed this because there's not a lot of new things out there and we really needed something to bring us joy and to teach us some history and to yeah um, it was just great so I'm really glad that they shared this with the masses so i'm happy yeah i love when uh george washington like resigned or whatever and then oh. king, king george was all that happens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like whatever that's weird <laughs> i know he is so, so i've never heard of that before damn funny i know <laughs> Uh, it was good. Yeah. Really good, you guys. Really, There was comedy. It was funny. And it wasn't like Shakespearean or anything at all. It was still like, it was with it. You could, you don't have to be a musical lover to enjoy this, you guys. Seriously. I mean, if you've listened to this entire podcast on Hamilton, then I'm assuming that maybe you intend or have already watched right. <laughs> Hamilton. Yes. <laughs> Well, we did say spoilers ahead, so they do know about yeah. it. So, yeah. well, we hope to do some uh, a musical um, podcast in the future sometime. So we'll. Be, oh yeah, there's tons out there. Yeah. I mean, we'll be watching them so through many. the summer. So yeah, they need to do like a John Wick musical or something to get people <laughs> who are not accustomed to musicals. <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah. But yes, yes, yes. So we are taking a summer break. Yep. We'll be working on some new stuff. Yes, we are. We're going to be reflecting on our podcast. We've got some work to do with our marketing team and our logo graphic designer. So we're going to be looking into getting some new merch through our uh, feeds. And yeah, just going to enjoy... you know, all the back end side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And we'll be keeping you posted. So yeah. check out our website and our social media. And Exactly. Yeah. We can't wait to bring you new content. And we can't wait till The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead and Beyond the Walking Dead when we get I to know. hear those release dates. And so we're excited about all of that. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we'll be it's bringing be you. Yeah. So we'll be bringing you some new content for sure. All right. So excited. I can't wait. <laughs> so everybody stay safe out there. 
um, you know, wear your mask, social distancing, and but enjoy the sun if you are near sun or enjoy the water and enjoy yeah. your summer. Yes, thank yeah. you. You yes, that's that's great, great reminder to enjoy. Yeah. You really gotta get out there and enjoy. I hope you get into that water wherever it is, Diana. <laughs> thank you. I'll keep you posted on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's our show. Um, Thank you for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. And please, if you could do us a big, huge favor, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher because we really need your feedback. It's just, it'd be awesome. We'd be so thrilled if you would do that. We'll be uploading a new episode next week. We will be talking about The Walking Dead Season 11, Episodes 1 and 2. We're so excited to dig back into this incredible show that we love so much. So please tune in. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye.